Disclaimer. It no longer matters who's crazy and who's not. The world is on fire and no one is going to put it out for us. No matter your race, religion, or creed, we are all in this together. Questions and comments from anyone on any topic are welcome, so long as everyone is having fun. Life is short and nobody gets out of line. So be kind and let's have some fun. Welcome to Coffee Time with the Lion's Pride. Here are your hosts, Cassidy Lightwin and Kristen Harding. Hello and welcome to Coffee Time with the Lion's Pride with your host, Cassidy Lightwing, the lion. And I am Kristen Harding. Welcome to the show. Hi, guys. So first comment of the day goes to our very own Katie. Hi. Hi, Katie. Second comment goes to Facebook user who we found out later was Vic. So hi, Vic. Hi, Vic. And that's just a quick reminder, if you want to get your comments seen, the best way to do it is to come to the Lions Pride YouTube channel and join the live there. That seems to be the most reliable way StreamYard grabs comments. We are not ignoring you, I promise. And uh, Bobby says, hello, folks. What a wonderful day. It really has been. Busy as hell. That's one of the reasons the show's late. But we were almost on time. And then Eldon called. And then we weren't. <laughs> yeah. But, I, mean, that's I wasn't the... going to name any names. I was just going to say, and then we weren't. Now, I don't mind naming names because it wasn't a malicious thing. I mean, building a business, it is what it is. Sometimes it needs your attention right now. You know, and that's just the way it is. It's, it's, almost, it's, almost, it's been compared to having a newborn, and I'm finding that comparison is very apt. You know? Yes. We have Ray with, hey, everybody. And we have Poe with, hi. And Bobby with I've been out all night. I was just winding down to tis. And if you guys look that up and find out it's based on Tetsa Cat Lapoca. What do you I say? deny everything else. <clears throat> oh, and happy Friday the thirteenth. Yeah, that's true. Friday the thirteenth. I, no I hope no one has triskaidekaphobia. I don't. I fear numbers in general. But 13 is no worse than any other number, you know? But, like, numbers are my kryptonite. You can, like, throw numbers at me, and I'm like, no, cannot compute. This is true. This is true. So what, another announcement we want to make is that there has been a loss in the family. And I'm, I'm going to explain that for a second, but I'm going to let Kristen, um, you know, tell you guys who. Oh, okay. Well, we saw that Lisa Marie Presley had passed away, and she was so young. I believe she was only 54 from cardiac arrest. And then you said that there were people in the audience that were cousins? Yes, she's actually, yes, one of the audience members. I will not say who, because that's none of our business, and it's none of your business either, quite frankly. But because a member of our family has had a loss, it is our loss as well, is what we're trying to say. So our condolences go out. You know who you are. We love you. And I'm, I'm, I'm here to talk if you need me. Well, she's with her dad and her son now. So. Yeah. The music they will make in heaven, right? Yeah. Dad, you'll sing bass. Mama sing tenor. Me and little brother <laughs> will join right in there in the sky, Lord, in the sky. <clears throat> And yes, I know fear of numbers is silly. And I don't understand math the way you guys do. It's 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 part of the way my brain works. It's a it's species thing. Like back home, we didn't have numbers like you have. We had what we what you would call harmonic mathematics. I'm real good at harmonic mathematics. 
but Arabian mathematics. Not so much. It gets scrambled, you know. Mm-hmm. Basically, the little character, the the numbers, the little characters, right? They don't mean anything to me. What mm-hmm. is what is nine? Tell me, what is nine? Anybody? The Go number ahead. that comes after eight and before ten? No. That's that's <laughs> that's describing nine's place in certain calculations. But what is nine? No, in German. <laughs> All right, I'll give you that one. <laughs> Uh, he says, I, I think it's come. Saying. I see what you're saying, though. There is a logical progression that happens, and children learn it. You know, right. they learn numbers even sometimes before they learn the alphabet. And it's because their parents hold up their little fingers and go, one, right. two, and you just learn it that way. I suppose. See, like the mathematical formula, how you do math. I don't understand why anybody has a problem with with passing math class. It's just the fine art of following simple instructions in the right order, you know. Um, And then they introduce, please excuse my dear Aunt Sally. Padmas. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. So my problem is not that I don't understand the math. I can, I can do the formula. It's that the numbers mean nothing to me. I mm-hmm. as soon as a number is oh well, fuck that I don't need that. It just goes the numbers go right in. So I'll see I'll see them all jumbled in a different ways each time. Sometimes, mm-hmm. you know. So it's like they it, bear no they bear no light. Right. They mean nothing they to me. So my mind just they do not grow. Right. They are, yeah, they're not part of life. There's no life energy to them that I can detect. They're just euphemisms to explain visual phenomenon. You see what I mean? I love that bit. I had that bit stuck in my head for three years straight once. It sucked. <laughs> Vix is number nine, and that reminds me of of the Beatles, as many things do. Number nine, number nine. I go nine. to seven or nine. I like that better. I, I'm <laughs> going to change my answer to hers. <clears throat> Ray says, like nine apples, nine baskets, nine fish. Okay, see, but what is that? Mm-hmm. It's the best you can you can say is it's a quantity. Okay, mm-hmm. but what's a quantity? It's an amount. What's an amount? You see, you see where this, where where it goes. I, I just, I can't. My mind can't grab numbers as individual concepts that they're intended to be, or that they're intended right. to represent. It just, it's, right. it goes. You know. He says that's what they are. They're purely for categorizing things. Yeah. That they are not spirits. That is something that I have noticed is that um, men especially compartmentalize things. They put them in their little, you know, compartments Mm -hmm. and they don't take them out and re-examine them if they can help it. So. Yeah, well, whatever. Bobby says, Ronnie Ronnie James Dio said, I used to count millions, but these days I only count in ones. And ones, and ones, and ones, (laughs) and ones. So what we're trying to express is that is in the case of 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 uh, Miss Presley or Mrs. Presley, which whatever whatever whichever the proper is, 
that's a personal loss to one of you. So it's a personal loss to us is what I'm trying mm -hmm. to say. Well, I was surprised because I didn't remember this, but she, oh. was married. she was married to Nicolas Cage. Oh. Right? Oh. And Michael Jackson. And a few other people I didn't remember either. See, at My that point, why, why do humans value marriage at all? That I just... I did, it's supposed to be forever, but it's clearly not forever. It's until you don't feel like it anymore. Um, what like, are we all like? Is everybody expected to like do a common pretend game? Is this another one, another one of those like uncon like subconscious games that we just like like we all play play pretend and it works? Is that what it is? I have a unique view on it. Okay. Um. And that is because I grew up in a family where there were lots of divorces and there were lots of mixed children. You know, we, mm -hmm. we had different moms, different dads, but we were still family. Right. And so when it comes kind of down to it, um, yeah, Kristen just derailed. <laughs> wow. Go ahead, keep talking. No, I just, I just don't get it. Like people say, well, because it's in the Bible. Okay. No, it's not. No, no, no. no, no. Oh. So because of, I was going to, thank you, because that put me right back on track. So where I was going with it was that as long as it, like, is a continuation of everybody being related to each other, you know, whether by blood, by marriage, by love, mm -hmm. what does it matter? That's what I'm mm -hmm. asking. <laughs> Yeah. I don't get it. Um, and then as far as my generation saw it differently than my mother's generation and then her generation, my grandmother used to scold me and say, you folks talk too much. Cause I was like, well, we're trying, you know, we're trying to figure things out. Well, you guys just talk too much. And I'm like, wow, what a different point of view, you know? So we got married my grandmother got married, I think, in 1939, when she was 20 years old. What a difference. See, people say shit like that, and my first reaction is, how do you remember to breathe in the morning? <laughs> I know it's mean, because people are generally really sweet when they have that style of brain formation, that, that, that uh, neurotypical class they tend to be very very sweet so i don't want to be uncharitable but at the same time you're gonna tell me i think too much have you met this planet <laughs> your species is dominant because you think too much okay and it wasn't think too much it was talk too much meaning that in her generation you didn't get an out you got married and you stayed married there was no such thing as unhappily married. You know, you just weren't. So I doubt that. And then in the 60s, you know, with the revolution, everything changed. So by the Here's 80s. The story of a man named Brady. <laughs> right? So by the 80s, to get married was actually very old-fashioned. I actually think I remember that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Huh. And I got married at 20. Is that why girls started saying I'm just old fashioned that way to obvious biological imperatives? Could be. Fair enough. So 
Um, Vic says, and I've left this up for a while, so I wouldn't forget because y'all know me. Um, have you met my brain? So, in some circles, number nine represents enlightenment. Would you like? Would you like to expound on that? I am not a guy to talk about numerology with. I'll tell you fun stories about it, but I can't help you understand it. Well, Tesla did the three six nine thing too. Yeah, but he was he was speaking in multiple dimensions when he said that. That's part of whatever. Yeah. Anyway, but so could you explain the nine thing? Because you know more about numerology than I do. What is he talking about? Me or me or Vic? I'm sorry. I thought you were waiting for Victor to to uh, comment back. Nope. I'm asking you. I'm asking you to teach us. Um. Well... That's a tough one for me right now. Okay, no, that's fine. Vic, please explain. I'll put it up on the screen and we'll discuss. I'm not the numerology guy. You know, I can tell you, you know, some about numerology, like where, where, but not, I am not worthy of teaching in that area. Well, numerology is not something I'm really into either. I know my life path number. I know a few other things, but other than that, not much. Which is 200% more than Cassidy knows. <laughs> Ray says, no, that's a new thing. One of the many things that the te technocrats have spoiled. Marriage is supposed to be forever, but the Nifandis have... Don't, that's in a role-playing game. Mm, okay. okay. I mean, when, when, when he's using a word from a role-playing game to express the true dark workers. Okay. Not the oh, little... Okay. <coughs> not the little teeny boppers running around saying, I'm a shadow worker. I mean, like, that actual, like, they're working with the void to snuff the light and all life. And I know this because my dad was one of them. He was an exos. Yeah, but so, Mithendis the... have put in place many economic stains or strains and tug-of-wars that make marriage extremely taxing. Uh, remember why you and yeah. mom didn't get married for a long time? Yeah, that's the next thing. One of the next things I was going to bring up is, is it's just a tax code anymore. Like people do it because the Bible, this is not biblical marriage. You know, I, it is not, none of us have one, you know? So it's just, what, what the hell? I don't understand. Now, Ray, I'll use the word technocrats. That's also from the fiction because that's a real political organization. Okay. The technocrats in the fiction are based off the real organization. There's no real organization called Nefendis. That's a direct fictional role-playing game word. P please try to avoid that. When the role-playing game is using the same word we want to use, awesome. Like technocracy. You know, but we're not on the show claiming that the technocracy are reality warping mages that don't believe in spirit and build ter terminators in their spare time. We're not saying that the real life technocracy is not the game world technocracy. So you got to be careful with that stuff, but that's an excellent point, son. Excellent point. Robert Humphrey says, what's up everyone? Hi, Robert. Dude, everything is up. That's kind of my point. Like everything is up. Hope is coming, folks. It's almost here. We're going to have to change the hashtag. Hope is here. Oh, Bobby's attacking me with numbers again. Nah. Oh, no, he's not. He's not. He's not. He's really not. 37 degrees. So that would be almost, what, 94 degrees in Fahrenheit? Oh, wow. That's hot. Hot, 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 hot. Okay, I Bobby see what says, he's trying to say. I am so blessed to have an amazing, awesome air conditioner. It's 37 degrees um, Celsius. 
outside. It's only for mad dogs and Englishmen, as they say. <laughs> I'll give you that. The Irish in me is like, oh, you could have the hate, sir. We'll be over here in the shade drinking some beer. I have three plus feet of snow outside my window right now. So really different point of view. Yeah, that's one of the reasons we're trying to get you to Colorado. More mild weather is going to be healthier for Paul. The Colorado air mm. is going to be do his lungs wonders now. Which brings up mm. a point that I don't want to forget. We have been given permission, folks. It has begun. The Egypt trip is officially in pre-production. So now this is where we're going to need your help. Now the app isn't available yet, but very soon the app will be available where you'll be able you basically look for this price. I'm working on the pitch for the price of a cup of coffee. You can have all this information, all access to all these different shows. We're still going to be doing our show the same exact way, but the production version is going to go on, on our channel. See, so we're still here for free. And we've been explaining how, how those two work off each other. But, the point is that it's all been cleared. Everything's go. All we need is the subscribers because subscribers <laughs> equals direct money in the studio's pockets. We don't have to work through YouTube or monetizations, right? So basically it's all a go. We just need the subscribers. So I'll let you guys know how many we need exactly. And then, the, but, but the, the stretch goal for that is the Egypt trip. We've got people on board. They under, understand what I'm talking about and what I'm trying to accomplish. And holy crap. It's almost like it was a plan. Yeah. Parafam puts their actions where their mouths are. That's, I really appreciate that. Yeah. Eric's wifey says, can you please make me laugh? I'm trying, sweetheart. I'll do a little jig for you. Is there anything that we can like say to make her happier or make her laugh? Is there a voice she wants to hear? Or... Hi ho! <laughs> I had to try the classics. <laughs> Robert says, "Can come to Egypt with you." Uh... No, that would be Raymond, and he wants to know if he can go to Egypt with you, Dad. Wait, what name did I say? You said Robert. Ah, crap. See, folks, it's nothing personal. <laughs> All right. So uh, ideally, yeah, we're going to need a whole crew. It's not, It's going to be a lot more than just the, oh, wow. I'm going to have to take a quick break. Nice. It'll be It'll be a lot more than just the pyramids. It's, it's going to be a whole crew. The vision <laughs> is being seen through, which is nine seekers and their entourage. So if things go the way the blueprint has laid out, then it will be nine seekers plus, you know. So we'll see how how it all plays out. Robert says yes, yes, yes. I put the extra emphasis on the last yes. In some circles, the higher number you represent is where you are at in personal enlightenment. And then it says eleven is the ultimate number to reach for. You're then in touch with the higher realms. That sounds beautiful. Let's so, see. so what? I'm negative sixty-nine. 
Unmute yourself, sweetie. Let him hear. Let him hear you. Let him hear you laugh. <laughs> Wrong show. <laughs> well, we're talking about numerology. I don't know. I didn't say nothing dirty. Yeah, 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 yeah. Y'all, y'all yeah, got, yes. y'all got dirty minds. I'm innocent. Mm -hmm. Innocent. That's not a good picture I would use for you here. Sorry. <laughs> Where did you go, Cassidy? I resemble that remark. <clears throat> All right, I'm back. Sorry, that was that was uh, one of the difficulties of existing here is, is uh, the morphology of the situation. I have many extra sinuses that you guys do, which means for more epic nose blowage. <clears throat> Especially since I also have allergies. <laughs> uh, it wasn't the audio. I put my microphone on on mute yeah, for she, a moment so they couldn't hear me laughing. You got in the future. Let him hear you laugh. That's one of the best parts of the show. Your laughter is like angel ringing bells made of breast milk. <laughs> oh, <What>? Lord God! <laughs> Where the hell did that come from? <laughs> I don't know. I've I've. Heard everything from Wilma. I sound like I'm. I've got Wilma's laugh. To um, my mother said my giggle is resembles. There was a, a doll called a drowsy doll, and it was the same giggle. Mm. And they remade it. They remade that I think in 2000, and it did sound exactly like my giggle. See, I have to consciously control my laughter, otherwise I sound like an insane chipmunk. <laughs> It's like this high pitched. Yeah. Yeah, and their crazy cousin Cass. <laughs> no, so the audio the audio the audio did not cut out, but we were both muted. I was I had to deal with the sinus thing. Um I couldn't do the rest of the show like that. All right. So Erica. Well, what would you like to talk about? What 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 kind of things cheer you up? What kind of movies do you like? You, you know. know who this is, Eric's wifey. No. That's Chili Bean. Stop doing that to me! <laughs> Sweetie, why are you sad, honey? Yeah, yeah, now I know how to talk to you. I know how to chill your... Chill your... Chill... <laughs> I know how to chill Jerry Bean up. How about cheer? Cheer, Jilly Bean up. It was funny as that'll happen to me sometimes, and people think I'm making fun of Chinese restaurants because, like, I'll accidentally say fly fly rice, you know. <laughs> there we go. She's laughing now. Don't be sad. You know, I, I realize there's lots of reasons to be sad, but you can't can't let the sadness win. You know it. No. I, here's where people would expect me to go into some deep spiritual or physical or, or, or psychic reason, but being sad is not fun. Choose fun. Nope. Yeah. Really, if you have a negative thought, try and think of three positive ones and you will rewire your brain. Right. And that's how, that's basically how I was been getting over the morning. The quest morning no how that's how i was getting over morning every time i break down hysterically i deliberately remember something great positive 
yeah. Like the last word she spoke to me were I love you, Papa. Like she knew mm -hmm. that was the same the same talk we had where she made me pinky promise. I think she knew, you know, because the way she said I love I, the way she said it was powerful. It wasn't just I love you, Papa. It was like I love you, Papa. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I can remember it perfectly, even with his brain. So, you know, so that's how you turn it around. So like, even in grief, even in insane, you know, hot tears, with tears both hot and wild. Yeah, that could have been it. Oh, Jesus. We might have to have to edit this part. I am stretched at your grave and will lie here forever from night until dawn. This bond I'll not sever. My favorite verse in that song, the most powerful one, and this one is literally absolutely true because they know now they shouldn't have touched Char. The priests and the friars behold me in dread because I still love you, my love, and you're dead. <laughs> I am stretched on your grave by Dead Can Dance. They should never have touched Char and know all of their works will crumble. No weapon formed against us shall prosper. He says, need to base yourself on less ego-based emotions and more spirit. Well, don't mistake my performance and, you know, the jolly way I speak for, you know, mechanical mental processes. You know, there is a reason that my magic has such a high percentage rating of working. So it... You got to remember, we're doing it. We're, it you got to remember, it's a comedy show, so we have to blend the spirit and the comedy. Unfortunately, ego is large, or not say ego. Sorry, humor is largely based on ego. You know, <laughs> so it's just a, so. I do understand how we, it looks. We embrace the weird, the strange. We poke fun at our, ourselves, because, not usually at each other. Because we ourselves are strange and unusual. But yeah, so don't don't mistake the performance for the way I conduct my mind. Okay, I, if I if I spoke to you guys like my mind works, I'd look like a friggin' sociopath. I literally had to work with therapists to not speak like that to people. Yeah, because you do sound a little like a liberty gibbet when you when yeah. you spiral off. Yeah. Yeah, and then it'll oscillate between liberty gibbet and, and uh, angry data. Oh my. Yeah, that what, doesn't sound pleasant. Yeah. Well, you've heard it. When I break down into the facts and there's there's nothing emotion, there's no emotion left in the voice, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You spiral. Yeah. Head injuries are fun. <clears throat> no, they're not. But you can recover and you are. Yeah. Hmm. Julia says, welcome to the system. Everyone's a victim. It, it doesn't matter if you're... Wait. 
doesn't matter if you're black or white it hates you all either way that's a good that's a good video <clears throat> bobby says oh broski that's a heavy weight i carry yeah and it's the weight i'm going to use to beat moloch to death gotta carry it if i'm going to bring it to battle but that's where that's why we say hope is coming look around you their shit is falling apart it began with em with epstein and you guys were the first to hear about it remember when we announced when we called our shot and said i make we're making a run on epstein y'all were like why what'd he do oh boy so now it's not just a run on epstein now it's everything i'm coming for president pooh bear i'm coming for everything all of it i am a servant to my lord and i will present him i don't have the words for what i'm trying to say I will. With the soul of our enemies? His enemies. My enemies get off scot-free because it's not my job to judge. To judge. You're welcome, Shelly. Don't go there. It's been a good show so far. Oh, well, am I crossing over into not funny angry? <laughs> no, it's just that I'm a little biased when it comes to her. Oh. I can't find anything funny. No, there's nothing funny about it, but the fact is I, I would rather have a reconciliation in the family than all of this death, you know? Right. Because while we're here, we can change things. Exactly. And Jilly brings up an excellent point that I can't really explain. If you, if you know Tom McDonald's music, she just said it all, and she is correct. Uh, we got to not look down. And I mean all of us collectively, but especially since we're building the channel, you know? So, yeah. Keep your feet on the ground, but keep reaching for the stars. Exactly. So Bobby says, I want to I add one thing to that. Part of my core philosophy is that you don't get to control what cards you're dealt in life. You just have to do your damnedest. Do your best. You know? So scientifically speaking, the more I learned about what could be done with this technology, it brought about more and more responsibility. Um jonas sulk is a perfect example because he he had this idea that you could inoculate people and so they wouldn't get sick and he believed in it so hard for so many years he finally just did it to himself and then when he proved that the vaccine works this is before corporal vaccines got involved this is before all that crap when he realized it worked he released the technology to the whole world like tesla wanted to do right like tesla tried to do but you know, Mr. E took him by the back door. <clears throat> so, yeah, it's a heavy weight, but I mean, no more than any other scientist, you know, no more than any other faith healer, no more than any of you, you know, it's just different. So, but yeah. So I'm not going to do the second part of the show like I wanted to because that's kind of a downer and we already had a downer. So we're going to do something else. So we're going to go ahead and cut to the commercials and then we'll be back in a second. Okay. And, and by the way, put it in the comments. I, I, How did I do for trying to keep it funny even though we were dealing with deadly serious stuff? Just like on a scale of like one to banana, you know?
we're back. And don't worry, folks, we'll have a, we'll be having a more variety of commercials and they're all going to be fun. Like we're, we're trying to make build a commercials if the commercials part of the show. So it doesn't take you out of the show. And so far, Robert and Eldon are doing really good. I have to say on the personal note, I think Robert and Eldon are some of my greatest success. I'm not taking credit, but like I gave them access to their to their first art, art art studio stuff so they could learn it. And then they just became the master. And now I'm the student going, huh? You you could do that with the same stuff. Oh, so I got, you know, I got, I got to say, and then they went on to build this. So, I mean, pretty good. Uh, Bobby says slaves that had smallpox would pick their scabs and then wipe on the body of healthy slaves to boost their immune system and basically as a vaccine. True story. That is not a vaccine. It is an inoculation, though, and you are very correct. Uh, Before a certain point, like when one kid got sick, they would gather all the kids together, you know. Um, Right. I think that was the basis for where Salk was Salk Salk's thought process was going when he invented the vaccine. You got to remember, a vaccine is a very specific scientific technological tool. It is not a uh, a cat an umbrella word, you know. Inoculation is the umbrella word we're looking for, because inoculations represent all kinds of of that type of technology. It's anything magical soldiers. Teeny tiny magical soldiers. That's an inoculation. Okay, so you said that, and my mind immediately jumped to magical soldiers from the heart of Arcadia. Oh. <laughs> they don't like Gaian. They love the ganja. Yeah, I do too. And yes, I like reggae too. Somebody asked me once, is there is there a musical genre you don't like? And I'm like. <laughs> so I'm on a quest. I want to find a musical genre that I don't like. Mm-hmm. Now, I can find bad examples in any musical genre. OK, anything. All right. But that doesn't represent the genre. You see. But no, he is absolutely right. Uh, inoculation technology goes back to the Stone Age. You know, you, even even the, the cave painting people understood that's how you keep alive by keeping your immune system strong. So they blamed it on spirits. Okay, who cares? You know, they still understood. Mm-hmm. They they knew what's up is what I like to say. Right. But yeah, vaccine is a very specific technology within the class of technology that is called inoculations. That's why I, I don't like the whole what they're doing with the uh, COVID vax. I don't disagree with them on that. I'm not I'm not poking holes in it. I just think it was wrong to call it a vaccination because now they're having trouble with people trusting other true vaccinations that have been proven safe for 70 years. You know, not not all vaccines are safe. That's true. Their vaccine related injury is, is is a real phenomenon, but that you got to look at the percentages there. You know, if a vaccine-related injury is happening to, say, 0.1% of the population, that still looks huge because that's still millions of people. You see what I mean? But it's an mm-hmm. illusion. Most vaccine technology is very safe, although it needs a, uh, I don't know what what you what the word call it, where you, it needs to be shaken up and worked properly because mm-hmm. right now the vaccine companies have absolute immunity. If they screw up, they have, there's no legal recourse. That's wrong. That's right. not okay. 
I do understand protecting vaccine makers because that's such a vital technology. But what they've done is create a pen where they can do whatever the hell they want to whoever the hell they want. And that's not okay. No bueno. Yeah. But that's okay. We won that one. So, like I said, there's reasons to hope all around. It's just that the media and the world is trying to squash everyone. They want to make you exhausted enough so you don't care. You know? Don't give in. Yeah. Keep fighting. We are winning. And if you watch, if you do watch the news and you see how they're, you watch, the, watch what's happening, look how they're presenting everything. They're trying to spin a collapse as positive. You know, and I'm not sitting here saying death to society. Ah, I'm not saying that at all. You know, uh, but society needs something. Society needs medicine. That's the I best way I can put it. I personally like to see the farmers get subsidized so that the prices can go down so that the people don't starve. Because what used to cost 99 cents for a dozen of eggs is now $5. Right. Well, it was done on purpose. If you, if you, all you got to do is follow the money. I mean, the same people that are saying, "Oh, crisis now, crisis now," are the people that were shutting down food production for the last three years. This is manufactured, you know, and because it's not very nice. no, it's not. But the good, ups, the good, the upside is because it's manufactured, it will be easily fixed. Food production on this planet has not has never been a problem. Food storage and distribution has been the mm -hmm. problem so we the food crisis will end very quickly once it begins to end but we we got a little bit of a hump to go but because it was a man-made crisis it will be easy to fix relatively relatively so like i said there's so many reasons to hope so why give in to the fear it's not fun if fear for you is fun then let's do it all right scary movie marathon here we go i'll put on the jason mask and scare you i'll read i'll read edgar Allan poe to you in the dark whatever but keep it the kind of fear that you can easily step back from, you know? It's just a story. It's not real. It's just a story. That's a bad I'm example. <laughs> That's a bad example. <laughs> da, 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 da. The father of cap capitalism, Adam Smith, would say, an enterprise that is too big to fail is too big. Exactly exactly right on point as usual you know by the way other people are so impressed with ray's work they've asked if we can lend him to other shows <sighs> i'm like mm -mm. you got too much work right now maybe later when the money begins to flow which is going to be soon Whew, wow i don't mind saying the, the most recent numbers on that endeavor are looking better than i could have hoped for and these guys know their business, so maybe they're correct. And if they turn out to be correct, it's on. So step one is Project Egypt. So basically, we're gonna we're getting the channel ready. Once it's ready, subscribe. It's three bucks a month. You know, it's same. Basically, it's the same exact kind of program as like Disney Plus, but it's like Parafan Plus. You know, and for the price of a cup of iron bean coffee. You could enjoy. Oh no, no, no! Let's just, let's get serious for one second. Finally, the answers you've been craving. No, finally the answers you've been waiting for. There we go. It's going to be a new genre, folks. 
comedy mixed with family mixed with wholesomeness mixed with you know and how that relates rather to the paranormal and then on the other side we're, you know parafem is the first organization as far as i can tell in history to include real um true proven fuck that up for a second real practitioners actual adepts okay most scientists don't want to ignore the adepts parafem mm-hmm. said nope we're doing something new now this is a good time to explain it all right so i avoid i avoided using these words for the longest time because i didn't know quite what they mean to humans but i've learned it what's wrong with the why why are you muting i'm talking to phil space if you got something to say i'll shut up no i'm just making sure that my coughs aren't heard oh oh you were oh good job i didn't even know you were coughing i salute you I'm sorry I screwed up your groove. You threw off Kristen's groove. We're sorry, but you've thrown off the Kristen's groove. Sorry. So basically, within the field of metaphysics, which now we now that this has all happened, I get to take it seriously now. Yay! So in the field of metaphysics, there are roughly, very, very, very roughly, three levels of uh, of being technically four if you count a sleeper there's the initiates and that's what most people who watch this show are an initiate is is not somebody who's initiated into an organization which is what i originally thought they meant an initiate is someone who understands that the world is bigger than they think Mm -hmm. okay so basically you have all right welcome to our world you are an, an initiate an adept is someone who can actually manipulate the threads make Mm -hmm. real magic actual psychics that's an adept now master is what had me screwed up i thought master meant like you had to be like yoda or like the dalai lama no a master is exactly if you have taught a student and they have become an adept if you have brought up an adept and then they have brought up an adept you are a master Mm -hmm. so folks I can literally say I am a master of the of the mystical arts. That's awesome. And so can you. We have students. We have grand students. You have grand students that I don't even know about. <laughs> that feels pretty good. You know, that feels pretty good. We'll figure out a way to to u- utilize this information, you know, in a, in a funny and wholesome way. But for now, I'm just kind of grooving. That that feels pretty good. And that was a good pun right here. Sounds <laughs> like a pyramid system. Ah! Actually, it kind of is, but it's inverted. Like, we're at the bottom, and then all y'all are at the top. So it, What's the meaning, Cassie? Oh. The pyramids. It's okay, darling. It's all right. <laughs> I'm supposed to be tall enough that jokes don't go over my head. <clears throat> I'm standing on a chair. <laughs> Good one. Good one, Vic. You got me. Parafam says, hello, everyone. Hey, guys. <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> hey, guys. <clears throat> So yeah, really good things happening. Basically, everything we've been promising all these years is finally coming to fruition. 
this is we it is again living proof that if you never give up you never surrender but you're willing to adapt you will succeed success is about is a basic basic it's a basic mathematical equation it's a basic mathematical equation perseverance plus adaptation equals success it's easy never give up never surrender you guys you guys have been with us since we were a homeless family on the street you know you were there when i was weeping openly because my son spent his 18th birthday you know in homeless you know um and look where we are now you can do it and we're here to help and the thing is if this channel works the way the the I'm not sure if I can say his name, but the way our agent, if this, if okay. his uh, numbers bear out, we can literally get everything done. The sanctuary, and that includes the sanctuary, the homeless sanctuary, everything, you know? Almost like it was a plan. Yeah. And that's the, that's the beauty of it is it couldn't have happened without his plan. You know, I have this, I have this plan that he passed to me years and years ago, but I have these huge blanks. I've, I, I couldn't do it by myself. And Raph always said, just keep filming. You will meet the people you need. Then we meet these guys. And, and this guy has a plan too. Same thing, but he's got the parts I'm missing. And then we started putting two and two together. And so what El Eldon's calling it the blueprint. And I think that's a good name. You know, so anybody who can see the blueprint can, can see where we're going. Now, granted, none of us can see all the blueprint. Otherwise, our heads would explode. Right. But each of us has a piece of that puzzle. Right. The thing is, and people will ask me, but how can you make these leaps of faith after everything that's happened to you? It's like, dude, that's what being a shaman's all about. You obey the damn spirit. A lot of people think shaman is, ooh, I control the spirits. I can summon the spirit. Oh. Do you like Wendigo? Because that's how you get Wendigo. <clears throat> That's putting a lot of ego into it. Mm -hmm. You know, so if the spirit says, hey, I know you're poor, I know you're tired, I know you're bleeding inside, but if you can hold on for two more weeks and then take all that money you make in two more weeks and give it to somebody else, you'll be okay. And you go, are you fucking kidding me? That was on purpose. That one was mm -hmm. on purpose. I, I deserve that. I, I voluntarily, I sacrificed a cookie for this. And you say, what are you kidding me? See, there's the cleanup version. What are you kidding me? No. That's that moment. Are you a shaman or not? You know? And I am a shaman. I'm crazy, but I'm a shaman. You're, you're walking the walk, not just talking the talk. And I'm glad for that. And now, uh, oh, oh, I, I am so, we're doing so many walk like an Egyptian jokes. That's happening now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Walk like an Egyptian. And people think it's right. That's racist. Egyptians don't walk that way. They're talking about the hieroglyphics. The ancient Egyptians. Yeah, and ancient and Egyptians didn't walk like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> strength and happiness exactly exactly vic you know we were talking we were vic vic me and and benny were talking and 
I don't know how I figured out to word it, but what you have to do, folks, is make yourself your own Axis Mundi. And I'm thanking Raph for that because that popped in my head. And I'm like, what does that mean? And then I had to backtrack. But make yourself your own Axis Mundi and everything will be okay. Yes, you will suffer losses. Yes, you will suffer pain from time to time. But your life becomes worth it. It's worth it for me, even with the loss of my daughter. Carrying out her dreams. It's going what a to wonderful, happen. What a wonderful way to honor her memory. Yes. Noosh. So, folks, when I say I got to go home and be with Shar, people think I mean suicide. And it's been explained to me. I am not talking about self-deleting. I'm talking about going back into that spiritual place in my own mind where I can still see Shar. Do you see? Mm-hmm. So I will, I will not stop using that phrase. You know, you can't pay me to stop using that phrase. But I want people to know I don't mean self-harm. I mean self-help. Or to put it psychologically, Shar has her own wing in my mind palace. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that's what I mean when I say go home. I'm talking about that inner palace. People think I mean heaven. I would love to think of heaven as home. But the, the shit I've done, somehow I'm going to be on the other side of the tracks, I think. What? I don't think you give yourself enough credit. Well, it's not my job to give myself enough credit. It's my job to recognize that I've done wrong and do better and let God be my judge, not me be my judge, which is hard. Have you ever tried to not judge yourself? Yeah, it is hard. Mm. There's a spiritual belief, and I, I think this is true, that when you're judging someone else, what you're actually doing is judging a part of yourself, either something that you know you do wrong or something you fear to do wrong. You know? We despise in others what we loathe in ourselves. <sighs> that needs music when, you know. Mm -hmm. Hey, Ray, do you think we could make like a music like compilation of wise things Kristen says? Kind of like in the Mortal Kombat where it just like it just at one point the, the narr there's a narrator suddenly in this in this uh, song and he's just, all he's doing is saying the guy's names. And it sounds really cool because he times it to the music. Do you think we could do something like that, Ray? I bet you we could. Well, it might take a minute. <laughs> I'm not sure I've said that many wise things. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I miss Shar too, sweetie. And yes, I am overprotective. I have become very overprotective. Um, I I should have protected Shar. But I trusted. That will never happen again. So when dark things come at night to my daughters, even my stepdaughters, and yes, I have a collection of freaking stepchildren. Okay, it's not my fault if people say, can I call you dad? Yes, you can. And yes, I will fiercely love you. Love is infinite, especially love for children, if you just let it be, you know? But yeah, come, come for Anna, for we are Atreyu. Mm -hmm. And right behind me is a thousand angry light workers. And a white lady. 
right behind us is a thousand angry light workers. See, and that's how you know I'm not a cult guy. Cult guys can't do that thing where, like, oh, I was wrong, you know. Okay. We live in the world. Thank you, bro. To live in the world and not be out of his heart. Yes, I agree. And Katie says, do you accept Jesus as your savior? Oh, heavens, yes. I don't just accept Jesus as my savior. I live Jesus as my savior. And I'm I'm, I'm trying to be, uh, I'm trying to say that firmly and with with passionate determination, not how dare you, did it come out right? Yeah, I think so. Ah, I'm getting better. See, folks, therapy works. He said while bopping his his head around like a cheerleader. And I agree with this too. Love is important for self worth. Yes, and building on your point, like you can see this in your own lives if you want to look at it. You have to love yourself. You must. You cannot love anyone else more than you love yourself. You can have the feelings for it, all right. But have you ever i'm sure i'm sure everybody here knows what i'm talking about where you're with a partner or with somebody and you don't feel like you're worth it so you screw it up <laughs> we've all been there right right sorry about that i was coughing i know yeah so but not i don't think that people realize that they are intentionally screwing it up it's more of a subconscious thing Right, but I don't want to say I don't want to say they intentionally screwed up because that puts blame, and that that's not what we need right now. We've all had that where we didn't feel, you know, that we were worth it, so we made a mistake, you know, or we got hostile uh, or anything like that. And a lot of fights and marriages start that way because most couple, most people, when they're really in love, you don't feel like you're worth the person you love. That's part of the freaking push me pull you vortex of love. So you have to make it that way you can only love others truly love others not feel the emotion but truly love others as much as you love yourself not more it's like a cup and and it'll just overflow the love will just overflow right out of the cup so Mm -hmm. make your cup big make your cup huge make your cup infinite but don't fall to hubris which that's a whole dance for a whole other episode balancing this loving yourself infinitely but not letting it go to your head don't be narcissist yeah it's it's a difficult path mm-hmm. i didn't know you guys could hear it clearly apparently oh yeah that's good to know <laughs> all right Yes, bro. Yes. Love others how you want them to love you. Love is but a song we sing. Fear's the way we die. You can hear the mountains ring or make the angels cry. Come on, people now. Smile on your brother. Everybody get together. Try to love one another right now. Right now. So make your cup big, make it big, make it as big as the universe. All right. Make universe, man, look at your cup and, and weep in envy and folks, it, you can do it. You have the neural structures. You can make your love cup that big. You really can. And don't look in your neighbor's cup except to see that it is full. Yeah. Uh, Vic says, Hey, oh wait, that's probably not Vic. 
because he says, oh, either way, love and light to you too. Who are you? We can always see his Facebook user. It's like infrasound, Cass. I don't get it. Please explain. But yeah, so like I said, hope is all is on the horizon. If you're worried about the environment, look up reclamation technology. You know, um, I put up a pretty scary video yesterday, and kind of this is what we were originally going to talk about, but I didn't want to take it too serious. I want you guys to understand that while a lot of the information presented in that video is true, it's not as bad as as it seems. Okay, that the reports that people are throwing around right now about the imminent ecological collapse are not taking into consideration advances in eco-friendly and eco-reclamation technology. But this is one of the reasons why we're doing this. If we can get, if, if we can get enough subscribers, we can just build the crap ourselves. I don't have to go to Elon Musk. You see, the problems facing this this planet ecologically are fixable. With the except, with a few exceptions, but that's that's the the Egypt purpose. The carbon, no problem. Carbon reclamation technology is already being built on Mars. It's just not been revealed because it's more fun to talk about political crap on mm. on you know, so they don't tell you. You know, the you know, they'll talk about the massive garbage in the ocean, but they don't tell you about the you know the like the robots and crap that they're building to clean it up. You mm -hmm. know, I love those. Yeah. You know, they talk about smog, but they don't tell you about the crap they're building. Like, they have this new cement that eats smog. Like, I don't know how that works. Concrete's not alive. How is it eating the smog? I have not looked into this technology. I don't understand actually, it. Actually, when our bridge fell down, they used stone that was a combination of many kinds, and it does, does the same thing. It absorbs air pollution. Yeah, I guess. So like you can get it available now. They'll put it in this like this artsy, cool like lattice structure on an old building, and it the smog gets eaten. And it, it, black magic, I say, black magic. <laughs> Horror science. Science. Weird science. Weird science. Weird science. <laughs> Things we've never seen before. Bits and pieces. Sorry. <clears throat> My apologies. I like this. We are all one big family. If one falls, we are are there to pick him or her up and not put them down. Exactly. And Parafam has proven over the years to put their action where their mouths are on this. So, yeah. Oh, it's Donnie. Hi, Cass. He says, Hi, Oh, Cass, Donnie! Oh, bro, I am doing so good. Aside from the shar-shaped hole, which includes the Sarah situation, everything is is falling into place. It, it's 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 happening. We were we were almost this close in 2020 before all the drama started, but now we are officially farther than we were then. You see, which by the way, for, you know, speaking therapeutic wise, is a, really helps to push it away because now it doesn't matter. We're in a better position now than we were when the drama started. Thank you, Shelley. See, I still love my Aunt Shelly. I do. I, I love you deeply. I know you're watching, too, by the way. You've never been able to hide from me. But I love you deeply, and I don't understand why you're so angry at me. But even though you've done this, we're still family. 
Sorry about these little personal messages in a bottle to my family. Part of the problem is they knew Cassidy before the car accident. And apparently my personality is radically different. Mm-hmm. Like there's a theory among some of the, the, I was part of like the whole witchy clique back in Merced. Some of their theory is that Cassidy died uh, and all that's left is me. Mm-hmm. You know? How do you feel about that? It's at the same time terrifying and freeing. Um, it's a great supervillain origin. <laughs> um, it makes me think of the crow, the yeah. comics and the movies, folks. It, it it puts things in perspective. That would be terrible, but that would also explain why people keep starting these rumors that I'm some kind of crazy demon walk-in. You know. <laughs> I didn't sense that when I was near you. And I have a pretty good BS detector. And a, a demon detector. Called the Holy Spirit. I trust that one better than lie detectors. You know, because the, the fact is, is my personality may be radically different, but a lot of the violence and darkness and, and whatnot was gone. Yeah, I'm not, I don't have nearly as violent a personality as I, you got to understand, folks, my family used me as the attack dog. My dad, for my dad's cults, it was Cass, get him. You know. And you were praised for that. That's just wild. Yeah. So, but the, the thing is, the car accident cleared all that out. I mean, I still have a, I, I can still get violent if you make me, but I haven't been in a violent altercation aside from when that dude popped my, whooped my ass in decades, you know. You're making comments about your beard. It will be better. I got, I got to trim it. I got evil, the evil Xanatos beard going on. Which is different than the Jesus beard. It's one of the yep. reasons I'm doing the Xanatos. When, when we first got started, I'm not sure if it was still happening when you joined, but when we first got started, these were people that were accusing me of trying to do a cult because I look like Jesus. I was there. Okay, good, good, good. It's like, how how can you do, if I was, why would I try to look like Constantine Jesus while I'm teaching people that Constantine was a fuckhead? Oh, crap. I lost a cookie. <laughs> I think I heard Shannon laughing in the background. Yeah. Too. <laughs> yeah, I, I would agree, you know. I'll tell you, the funny thing is, is like my father, this is one of the reasons why I suspect it wasn't an accident. My father insisted that I be crossing. You better be crossing this road by this time or so help me. Of course, maybe he was getting a vision of the accident and he was trying to, trying to prevent it. Either way, it was his command that I be, he put me on that road at that moment. The messed up thing is, is I was thinking in my angry teenage brain, I hope a car just hits me. You called it to you. Yes. You oh know, my goodness. I was literally thinking, I hope it just hits me. Bang. So be careful with your thoughts. But the thing is, like, like what? so what I remember is this light out of the left side. I remember the color of the car. I remember flying through the air like, wee. Like, hey, hey, at least this part's fun. I hadn't had, I didn't feel the pain yet. 
I, I thought it was that tough. And I remember hating the ground and deciding which joke I could, I should use. And I got up and what I said was truly, cause it was crowd comment. I said, truly, I say unto you all today, that sucked. <laughs> and I got a laugh and I thought everything was okay. And then the paramedics pointed out that I was bleeding profusely from multiple wounds. Then I felt the pain. You in shock? Yeah. And what's weird is then I felt myself slipping away. Yep. It was weird. Yep. A similar thing happened to me that same year during a car accident that I happened to have at the same time you did, which I still think is weird. I think we can all but write I, fuck 1995. <laughs> um, for me, it was, I was cracking jokes, you know, trying to make everybody laugh so that the, the fear would go away. That's good. Mm -hmm. It worked. They always were like, what? You're supposed to be crying. I'm like, where's that written? <laughs> yeah. I always like the white queen's take on things from Alice in Wonder, actually through the looking glass, I think it was. Uh, you know, but you just, why, what's wrong? I've already done my crying. She was done crying. That was it. She cried knowing what was about to happen. And then, okay, it's over now. I'm done. Brilliant. Brandon Lee said that his mother is that mother is the name for God on the lips and hearts of all children. And that is true. Mm -hmm. That was in the crow. And then he uses magic powers to force the uh, heroin out of her body. It was cool. The mom, the fuck, the mom that was grown up. Mm -hmm. Instead of killing her, you know, whatever. It's a good movie. <clears throat> he says it's true that your life rushed through from a baby until now well I don't understand I'm reading it too it's true that your life rushed through from a baby until now I'm not sure well I've been in a rush most of my life if that's what you mean I mean it's like I've been on missions since I was a toddler Oh, yeah, Eric. <clears throat> it won't rain all the time. The sky won't fall forever. And though the night seems long, your tears won't fall forever. Yeah. Good place to end it. Well, we've only been on for an hour and 15 minutes. We should be like doing 10 hour episodes. Come on. We're in the big time now. Harumph, I say. Okay. This joke isn't going over very well, is it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 Bobby says before you die. Actually, Noah, the thing is I didn't. Um, but that, that could be because of the way my brain is configured. I didn't see my life flash before my eyes. I, I, I saw reasons to stay what i saw was basically it, w it was like a a scale and basically I'm not, I'm not it felt a lot like this the the legend of thoth's feather or anubis's feather basically it was like two fields of gravity all the reasons to stay and all the reasons to leave
and I hate to say it, folks, and, I, and I'm sorry if this hurts your opinion of me, but there are so many more reasons to leave. There's so many more reasons to leave. But I made a promise to each and every one of you, and this is going to sound like crazy cast stuff, so probably one of the psychics are going to believe me on this one, because you'll remember. I promised each and every one of you that no matter where they took you, no matter where they hid you, I would find you. So even though there are more reasons to leave, I'm not leaving you behind. Maybe that's a good place to end it. Sure. I love you, everybody. Mm-hmm. No, I was just saying I love you, everybody. I wasn't trying to do the ending. I know because I used to do the ending. I love you, everybody. Be safe out there. I was just saying I love you, everybody. We know you do. As you said earlier, love is infinite. So that's all for now, dear lights. Thank you so much for joining us. Never forget that you are amazing. You are loved. Be well, be safe out there, and we'll see you on the next show. Bye. That's all the time we have for now, dear light. Thank you so much for joining us. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe if you enjoyed the show. We have a great many people to reach, and we are only as strong as our signal. The world can be a scary place, but you don't have to face it alone. We love you, everybody. Be safe out there.